Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. You're back on your normal line. Yes, back on tie line B. Yeah. Wow, it works. It works. Yes, we got that problem corrected uh, yesterday, actually. So, uh, got Trey back on his normal spot. And the first Uh, time you said hi, there he was. Yeah, there he was. You're welcome. Uh, Thank you. Thank (laughs) you, Damon. Damon. Thank you, Damon. Good job, man. Uh, Seven-nothing victory today. Uh, Arkansas softball against Long Beach. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And then a 6-4 to four victory by Arkansas baseball over James Madison in game one of a four-game set. Yeah. So, a good day for uh, the baseballers and the softballers. Yeah, it was. And uh, Will McIntyre had a good uh, good outing, not so much for uh, Hagen Smith, but um, good to see Arkansas come out with a win. It looked a little scary there early. Uh, when they went up 3 nothing, but uh, Arkansas came back around, got it done. And some uh, pretty cold weather. It's like 40 degrees out there. 36. 36 by 36. the third or fourth inning. Yeah, wow. yeah 36 yeah. degrees with yeah. about a 17-mile-an-hour wind blowing out. And the yeah. high tomorrow is 40, so it's going to be a cold day tomorrow, too. Jeez. Sunday and Monday are better. What do you think Aloy actually thought? I mean, he – he looked like, bless his heart, he had that um, scarf around his neck and uh, no telling what all he had, you know, underneath, whether it, I would have had long johns and I could put heater in my socks or whatever it may have been, but uh, bless his heart, uh, what an introduction to Arkansas baseball to play in that kind of weather. Yeah, no question. Um, played really well, so. Yeah. yeah, wasn't wearing flowers around his neck, was he? <laughs> I didn't expect him to have flowers around from Hawaii, from Hawaii, you know. So, I mean, it is a little colder here. I did here, not so. expect that one, Rick. Uh, those flowers would have frozen up yes, if, they, they if they had yeah. been around his neck. That's right. Uh, let's talk to Navy Mike. Mike, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Hello, Randy. Hey, and, uh, Mike. Mike. Um, yeah, I, I, I do. Um, hey, Trey. Um, hey. You know, the whole uh, thing about, you know, um, Eric Musselman leaving and, and it was like, you know, you get on Twitter and, and people are like, uh, well, if he leaves, then, you know, we could get, um, you know, Chris hey. Beard to come here. Oh, um, if, but why would Chris Beard leave Ole Miss? When Ole Miss has shown, especially with the football program, with um, you know Lane Kiffin signing the the best uh, you know transfer portal class in the, in the country, that they will spend the money to get the you know to give him what he needs to get those players there. What you know why 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 would it kind of almost seems like uh, Arkansas would be a step down as far as NIL because. You look, you look at Eric Musselman, and he, maybe, you know, some of the problem there is, you know, he got outbid for players. Yeah. Um, well, um, you, you, I don't know if that's the case, Mike, but 
and it's not the case really. They they kind of pieced together a roster that just didn't have a lot of chemistry. Ole Miss has uh, gone to the Sweet 16. They've got a Sweet 16 appearance history once. Yeah, once. But the In other history. thing is, like, too, don't there's... compare Ole Miss basketball to Arkansas basketball. He's a great coach. He'll probably win there. But uh, Chris Beard would rather things not have gone the way they did and he still be at Texas than him being at Ole Miss. And he was also right. promised right. and given a very decent amount of NIL money to begin his tenure at Ole Miss. Question is, will they keep of... giving him what they give Lane Giffen? Don't know. They're going to do football first. Would they continue to do that for basketball? I don't know. We don't but, know. But, but, hey, if he wants to stay there, we're not going to try and talk him into it. It's okay. Right, but and, and last thing, real quick, uh, is uh, Trey. Um, the uh, they had the um, uh, Kadarius Kern on the the zone the other day. And he, was great, he was a great interview. Uh, and you know, can if, is he good enough to make a? You know, can he be good enough to start as a freshman? Maybe um, hard to start as a what, yeah. Hard to start as a as a and true I'll, freshman. I'll get your comments on that one night, and you guys have a good evening. Thank you, Mike. Hard to start as a true freshman um, on, you know, the line on either side of the ball. So that would maybe be a bit of a stretch. But potential-wise, I mean, I think that he has the ability to be a future starter at Arkansas. Ability is the key word there. Obviously, there's a lot of work that goes into it. But it seems like he's a guy with a great attitude. And uh, when you watch the video of him, you just – it's hard to pick which side of the ball you would like to have him on. You don't see many six four guys where you could say, you know, this guy could potentially play tackle. You know, he's he's got that kind of ability. He's very athletic. He's fast. I would love to see what he could run a forty in. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if we have that a forty time on him, but I think he could probably uh, impress a lot of people with that. Um, but uh, he's just he's an athlete and he's uh, he's the type of guy that doesn't come along in this state very often. I mean, the state produces some incredible wide receivers, defensive ends, offensive linemen. I mean, it is produced in, you know, a lot of categories, quarterbacks, running, running backs. backs. Yeah. Yeah, but it is not produced defensive backs too. It is not produced defensive tackles. And I'm not saying that's what he's for sure going to be on the next level, but I think that he could be that if they don't decide to put him in offensive line. He could play defensive tackle. Uh, and the state just hasn't produced those types of athletes in a long time. It's been it's been a while. Like, you go back, like, the, when's the last stud defensive tackle to come out of this state? I thought and you were talking about McTelvin Game, who you were yeah. uh, breaking down a moment ago. Sosa was 2016. And he was really listed as a strong side end. He was about 260, something like that, coming out of high school, 265 maybe. Uh, so, And he he started off his career at end. He moved inside later in his career. So he wasn't like just the the guy that comes out of high school that's 300-plus pounds, mm-hmm. you know, uh, um, and is like, this guy's a defensive tackle. You know, he wasn't that. Uh, I can't remember the last uh, – I mean, you might have to go back to Bijan or – uh, Cord Gray, <laughs> I mean, like you got to reach back pretty far uh, to get a, a defensive tackle. For whatever reason, this state just doesn't just doesn't produce those guys. All right, Trey. This is from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line from the five zero one. Trey, I just wanted to tell you, you do a fantastic job with what you do, both at your job and on the air. But my question is, as far as Twitter goes. 
Well, what's the number one source to follow for late breaking news and important information on the Hill? I just said hogsports.com. Yeah, I mean, we put out, uh, if there's breaking news, then we want to get it out there first. So I would say my account, which is at Trey Biddy, I would say Danny West account for recruiting at Danny West. And, um, you know, Connor Goodson at Connor Goodson. Uh, for basketball and at Jackson McAfee at J McAfee 247 Danny West is Danny West 247 uh, on Twitter so I would say those and those in each of the respects of sports for football basketball baseball recruiting transfer portal um, I mean all 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 the main things the main the major sports and transfer portal and recruiting I would say those uh now, if you want to know what's going to happen before the breaking news happens, if you want to follow along and, you know, get the inside stuff, that's that's stuff that we don't put on Twitter. We have, you know, several thousand members on hogsforce.com on our message board, the Razor's Edge. That is where we really, you know, you know, go into detail about things to watch out for that could be breaking. Now, there's obviously stuff that's going to catch you off guard that happens, uh, but you, you you get a lot of great inside information on Hog Sports and, of course, on our message board. That the message board community is real important to us. All right, Trey, this from uh, Frank. He says, uh, please ask Trey, how long is the story of sore knees going to last? Then he went on to elaborate, trying to learn if Brazil is ever going to play again or has he quit but still on the NIL. Yeah, last time I said somebody I didn't think was going to play again, they, they came back three games later. So uh, <laughs> with, it, it's hard to say. I mean, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what Brazil is, is thinking right now, but uh, he may be thinking about his you know, future uh, beyond Arkansas and, and getting healthy for that. But, I mean, the guy had a torn ACL uh, a little over a year ago, and, you know, that's – I can see why you'd have concern if you're dealing with with some soreness there. Apparently, it's moving laterally, which is uh, giving him a, a hard time, and maybe not just soreness, but um, you know how the soreness is impacting his ability to move laterally. The question, Trey, is should he weigh the option of coming back to Arkansas? Because if you look at NBADraft.net, which is my favorite site to look at uh, those boards. He dropped down to the second round. Mm -hmm. And I think he'll continue to drop as long as he doesn't play. And why would he take a risk of playing right now the way this team is played? He's not going to make the difference between Arkansas all of a sudden being beat by 29 against Tennessee or North Whatever, what I, I mean, I, I cannot, I do not have any faith that Arkansas will win tomorrow at, um, at Starkville. Now, is it going to be more than 12 and a half, which is what the current bet Saracen line? I don't know. Uh, if I were going to bet on it, I'd say, yeah, they're going to get, Arkansas will get beat more than, than 12 and a half tomorrow. I mean, it's, it's, it's been a rough say, history. I would say if Brazil's a second-round draft pick, he still goes. You know, at this point, because he, he this is this is third year in college, and he'll go. And and let's face it, as much as we think players ought to play, if he's got any hesitancy because of an injury, if he's not totally healthy, then he ought to sit it out. 
also to his credit, he still keeps showing up on the bench, and I think that's a that's a nice thing. He still wants to be part of the team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's there, mm-hmm. but I don't expect him to play. No, anymore I this I'm season. not either. I, I I think we probably. I don't know that. I, again, last time I said that, Devo came back. I understand. So, I understand uh, what you're but saying. My my gut says probably not. I mean. You know, I'm I'm still obviously watching and paying attention to Razorback basketball, and you know, want to see him finish strong. But I mean, at the same time, I'm also kind of just looking to the off season and seeing what happens. And my gut kind of tells me maybe we won't see Trevin Brazil in a Razorback uniform after this season or the the rest of the year um, in terms of seeing the court. But you know, I could be wrong. I don't I don't know that for sure. Uh, I get surprised just like everybody else, time to time. <laughs> I mean, he lost last year. Basically, which, yes, which it would make him a junior. Is that not correct? Yeah, he's a third. Yeah, he's a redshirt sophomore yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. A redshirt sophomore. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So after three years, he's got to go if he has a chance to. And if it's second yes. round, it's second round. Yeah, you know, think about Smith last year. We 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 were wondering all year whether he was going to come back. He did, and it didn't help him much. He got drafted much lower. He still got drafted in the first round, but much lower than anybody expected him to. So. Uh, no, if you got a chance to go these days, you got to go. He was uh, projected top five before the injury. Right. And talk about Nick Smith. Mm-hmm. And Brazil was, I think, a, a top ten pick at one yes. time. Yes. Before this reoccurrence of the uh, of the knee issue, um, I asked you this before, Trey, and the only reason I'm asking again is because I'm getting an itchy finger, and I I don't want to. Uh, mm-hmm. Have to get out the uh, uh, line motion, the white, the white out. No, I'm, I'm talking about the spring football dates. I oh, keep... you just said your finger was itchy. I'm no, it is. It's, it's, it's itchy to start yeah. t- typing those out and 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 hmm. you know put them in place. Okay. So uh, shouldn't there be some kind? Of, I mean, this is now the 16th of February. Oh my gosh, we gotta have a depth chart by the February sixteenth. Well, right? Trey's already I'm, put that out. I've already put that out. That's yeah. our favorite. That Good gracious, ago. that's old news by now. Good. That's great. He's had at least ten <laughs> or twelve Project- or fourteen. What do, you, what do you want? Projected wins, bowl game. What, well, he, what Trey's for? done that too. Yes, I didn't yeah. know that. He's at Arkansas. I, I knew he had a depth chart. I didn't. Really he's got Arkansas that. nine and a half. I was shocked when that's I saw no, that. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Don't think he'd done that, that yet. I, I saw the depth chart. I didn't. I didn't see that. <laughs> I figured I'd get. I wasn't going to get much of a rise out of the uh, depth chart, but I figured I would if I, if, since you said it that way. But anyway, <laughs> uh, this from our Southern Structural Solutions. Oh, do we have any idea? Have you heard any kind of whispers like when this might actually? They might finally announce the actual dates. No, I. I haven't. Uh, I know all you I, have to do is ask. Well, I will bet that the spring I, game is April 13th because that's the day yeah, of the Dean River Memorial. I agree with that. And the players come in that weekend, and that's why they're doing the memorial that day is so all the players can come back and participate. Yes. Yes. Um, I've had that, and I had that date projected before the memorial was stated, was, was put out. So yes. the fact that's that right. it's also put out on that I think is, you know, lends a lot of credence to that theory also. Uh, but I'm, I'm still expecting to start March 7th. Um, I just, based on last year, based on, you know, the whispers I've heard, I, I feel like 
I feel like it's just going to be like a week out or maybe two weeks out they'll announce the schedule. Um, but um, well, it's only three weeks out now if it's March seventh. Yes, about three weeks out. Yeah, that's what I would. That's what I. That's what I think. So um, next week or the week after. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Hopefully the day we'll before, have access. Huh? Guys, I don't know if you remember how last season ended, but um, they shut down. You know, after Dan Enos was fired, practices got shut down. Yeah. We didn't We didn't have access to practice at all. Uh, I really hope that's not what they decide to do this year. And, and like, um, because spring football should be something that people can engage with and enjoy and talk about. When Brett Bielema got at Arkansas – he closed the first four practices in their entirety and didn't have press conferences right off the bat. And it was like they didn't even happen. And, like, there's an opportunity to have all this excitement and, you know, buzz around football, and um, it was just completely shut down. You go back to Bobby Petrino. Bobby Petrino, and this is, a, you know, we're going back to maybe a little bit different era of, of things, uh, but, you know, this was still – early stages of Twitter and stuff, but Petrino opened up every single spring football practice in its entirety. We we got to watch every single practice because, I mean, he doesn't care if you know the plays that he's running. People know the plays. It's his, his what you know sets him apart is when he calls the plays, when he dials them up. So I remember, I mean, I can remember in spring football watching when the day that Ryan Mallett turned a corner. Uh, because he was really struggling, and one day he just he just had a really really great showing, and I remember we were all upset because um, the sports information directors wouldn't let us talk to him that day. And you know this was a time where we you know had pretty good you know pretty good access to players and stuff, and uh, that was like his turning point day. And so I remember that very vividly, but. I really hope that they don't continue on the policy that they enacted at the end of the season last year after Danny Enos was fired and carried on to spring football out of the idea that there's newness now with, um, you know, with the offensive coordinator. They want to keep stuff secret. Spring football should be should be open. Um, I'm not saying they have to open the whole practice, but it, in my opinion, you, you should open it up. I think it creates buzz. Uh, I think there's too much to be intrigued about with this team when you talk about 26 newcomers, 13 freshmen, 13 transfers, a quarterback competition, and Bobby Petrino back out on the sidelines. I mean, that's that's a lot for a 4-8 and eight team. I mean, that's, that's plenty to be intrigued with to see how it goes. Now, everybody's down on football. I get it. Uh, but, I mean, that's a lot of new faces out there, and um, – you know, that's that's the kind of stuff, in my opinion, that should be allowed to be covered. So hopefully, plus if it looks if if it looks good, it publicized, and all of a sudden people who are down on football might say, you know what, I'm going to go back next year, and you might get your season ticket sales up some. Yeah, well, I, I will. My reporting will be with very very cautious. I'm not saying <laughs> even cautious optimism, just just very cautious <laughs> of uh, of what the possibilities could be this year because. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everybody in the SEC is getting better. I've said this before. I think I think the roster has a chance to overall be better than it was last year, but that doesn't mean that they're going to make this significant jump forward. And, you know, this was a team also last year that was competitive for a long time. I mean, nobody 
aside from Texas A&M pretty early in the schedule, nobody until you got to, like, the Auburn game was just smoking them. I mean, they were going to Alabama and hanging tough and Ole Miss and hanging tough and LSU and hanging tough. Um, Texas A&M beat them by a couple couple scores, I believe. Uh, But aside from that, you know, they were losing, but they were losing one-score games. Um, And – but – I think they have a chance. A lot is going to depend on the quarterback situation. Um, but they, I think they have a chance to be better. But I also know that I look at what Ole Miss did in the offseason, the transfer portal additions they had, they're going to be better. Um, you know, Auburn most likely going to be better, um, so on and so forth. So it's not just the fact that Arkansas is going to be better than they were last year. You have to look at it relative to everybody else. So what I'm saying, these preseason, these pre-spring top 25 polls, throw them out the window. Until we get to the summer and we're That's right. for something to talk about. And you really have <laughs> a true roster you can sink your teeth into. And even then, I'm not sure you'll know precisely. We're going to be begging for those top 25 polls, Randy, in the summer when July hits. <laughs> we'll be begging for them. I understand. Trey, have a great weekend. We'll talk Bye, with you next week.